Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Backpack Broadcasting continues to bring you the best original sports content, but now you can get more of the content you love. For as little as $3 a month, you can get access to bonus content, including behind-the-scenes footage and interviews from the Sports Walk, Sideline Stories, or the Ain't Hard to Tell podcast. All this exclusive content comes via Patreon. There are tiered levels of patronage, and each Backpack Broadcasting patron receives exclusive perks. Your support helps Backpack Broadcasting create more of the original content that you love. Visit Backpack Broadcasting's Patreon page and become patreon today Hard to Tell Podcast, episode 43, Dexter Henry, Brian Fonseca, and we have a guest with us here at the Gotham Podcast Studios. Her name is Naomi Gray. I like to call her the first lady of Backpack Broadcasting. Yes, yeah, because she, she is. She had a lot of firsts for women with Backpack Broadcasting. That's very true. A lot. And, yeah. and you're here. we've been wanting you here for a while. Uh-huh. You are here. Yep. We have you in studio. You are about to leave us and I leave know. New York. I know. <laughs> Don't so we, for, we should announce now. We should announce now. First, for everybody who doesn't know, uh, Naomi is. I would say before I would have said aspiring. I said it for so many years. Aspiring, I can't even talk. Aspiring <laughs> because sports. Serena Williams is losing, right? Oh Lord, let's not do that. No, don't do that do here. That. Well, this is nah. going on Thursday. By the time but it still this, by the time, matter. yeah, we're time, doing this podcast and we are watching the U.S. Out, Open Women's. Final. By the time this comes out, Naomi's already going to be driving to Minnesota. Yes, she's going to Minnesota because she's hopefully taking she a will new have made job it by there. <laughs> and hopefully she'll be going smiling about a Serena Williams victory. Um, you will be taking your job, as I said. I was going to say you were an aspiring sports broadcast journalist, but you are that now. I you've know. Been doing, you've been doing it for quite some time, um, and you're going to have a new job where? Tell the people where you're about to go. So I got a gig at KTTC, which is a NBC affiliate in Minnesota, Rochester, Minnesota. And I'm going to be a news producer and a sports anchor. So, yeah, it's pretty dope. Yeah, we got to clap it up for that. We Look, you ain't going to get West Indian food out there. 
Unfortunately, honestly, you know what? I kind of am used to it because, as some people know, like I was in Connecticut for school for a year and trying to find Caribbean food. Yeah, yeah, at Quinnipiac University. <laughs> yeah, good luck getting, finding. Good luck finding anything. <laughs> right, getting my master's degree. So, like, honestly, there was days where I would like get a craving, like an itching for some curry chicken, you know, or some oxtail, and I'd go to like look for Jamaican restaurants or any Caribbean restaurants, and I'd find them, but like their flavors just weren't on point. Yep. And I mean, one thing that was like in common with all the restaurants they ran out of like plantains like an hour after opening you know like you gotta go to a Caribbean restaurant and you want something and I feel like they run out of something early all the time so they ran out of plantains I was like I went there and I think it was I went I went there and I think that it was like two o'clock. Why do like you sound so disappointed? Because like what's a feel without that little sweetness on the side? Like I agree, you, it's just not the same. And I have a problem with places that like this is kind of what you do or the staples of your food, mm-hmm. and then they don't have it when you get there. It's like going to KFC and they don't got no chicken. Like damn. Really? That's what it was. And I, I was, mean, that's I happened before for people, not for me. But it's happened. Well, I was gonna me. say you've gone to KFC. You're a KFC over Popeyes. Though, I am right? a KFC over Popeyes for that's how you're supposed you to like be. You like Popeyes more than KFC normally? No, I'm I'm a I'm a Popeyes girl. Like re- before. Wow, let's relax. So before I was, <laughs> the first of many like, conflicts like, like, to come about, from this episode, I'm gonna have to put on my gloves soon. But anyway, yes, you will, especially with Brian. <laughs> I know, but I used to like KFC, but then, like, I don't know. <laughs> I don't like that their food is like their chicken is kind of soggy sometimes. Like Popeyes, you could always count on it being crispy. Okay, you guys in the overratedness. And then the mashed potatoes, yo, the Cajun fries, Popeyes fries. Their fries, their fries fries, are better. I like Burger King number one, Popeyes number two, French fries. Okay, we went down a whole fast food chicken. Whenever I'm in the room, I'm gonna be talking about food. Where's Wendy's? Nowhere. That's a dub. It's all right. Wendy's is a dub. Yeah, no, we don't mention. Yeah. I don't but like Wendy's. You guys are eating unhealthy over there. Just gonna just gonna say that. You guys Listen, are eating healthy. That's gonna change soon. What is what it is? I don't even make sure you bring bring places. your mic bring your mic closer. We want to make sure. Oh yeah, sure, sorry. I'm make like, sure that we hear. She was it. plenty loud. Back. Don't worry about it. No. <laughs> <laughs> wow. What are you trying to say? No, because she says she probably doesn't even need the mic. Yeah, she does. She projects. Yeah. I'm very I'm so, a very loud so, person. So you're you're going to uh, go to Minnesota. I want to give people some background with Naomi. Um, Naomi, I've known you for. Four years? About four years now, right? About four years now. And I met Naomi because of a guy who's doing some of my video, Greg. Yes. Greg uh, introduced us. Greg was like, you need to speak to this young lady and meet with her. And that's what I suck. So, Greg, shout out to you for seeing something in me to even, like, put me on to somebody No, Greg was like, yo, you need to talk. And we, we had a conversation about sports broadcasting in your career. I can't believe that was four years ago. I remember that day like it was yesterday. I remember (laughs) remember when I first met you, I was actually like anchoring, I mean, hosting the 401 episode that one. I was mad nervous. That's actually the first time I met you. That was the first time we met, and then we exchanged information. And then I remember sitting in the Starbucks with you. Yeah. And we had a good conversation about sports broadcasting career. And Naomi's gone on to do uh, some sideline reporting for Backpack Broadcasting. Mm, She interned at... Uh, News 12 Brooklyn in the Bronx, mm-hmm. um, where I used to work. And she's really just put a lot of work into her career. So I'm always happy when I see people who've worked at what they want to do and win. And that's why we're so happy that you got this job now. Yeah, and, thank and you. You're thank exci- you. So you're now you're going to a smaller market and mm-hmm. you're going to report. I know Brian's happy too. Yeah. Uh, we, we came up together as well yeah. because we met at unsigned hype oh my god so in yeah. 2016 you know what's funny that was and i was we were producing unsigned hype as a yeah. live stream brian and naomi was the first time if i'm correct i used 
sideline reporters for a live broadcast that we produced. Both no, of you guys. actually, the first no, one the f- was the was first the, one was um, before that. The Jordan Brand Classic game, and you just threw me into it. And I remember I bombed. Jordan Brand Jordan. Classic? It wasn't no, no, Jordan no, no, Brand no. Classic. I'm sorry, not Jordan. <laughs> Jordan Brand Classic. No, I was like, I, I was like, I don't have the rights to that. I would like it. I don't. <laughs> That's what I said. I was like, I don't have no, the rights. No, 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 no. ESPN is no, no, no. gonna come for no, you. No, it wasn't my bad timeout. <laughs> it wasn't the Jordan. Like, after I said, I was like, oh no, I was like, not. It was no. It was it was that Pro City. Not Pro City. No, 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 it was also we're getting at, to that. It was also at the same location. I know what you're talking about. I wasn't there. Oh, it was the Brooklyn Bridge Classic. Yes, that one. That's what it was. It was at Westinghouse Yo, High School. You were School. close. No, no, you were close. But I know why you were confusing because it was two live streams we had done at the same place. So you're right, but it was the Brooklyn Bridge Classic. Yeah, yeah. And, and the reason so Naomi doesn't look crazy. The reason why she thought of Jordan is Jordan Brand sponsors Westinghouse. Yes, they yeah, yeah, there court. we go. That's what it was. That's yeah. So, so okay. that was where. That, it's alright. Yeah, I know what the Jordan Brand Classic is. So that that was where we met. Uh, and we did sideline reporting. And you both, you guys were both my first time sideline reporters yeah. for a live broadcast. And yeah. I remember, you know, Brian hadn't done it before either. I think neither of you guys had sideline. That was live. my second time doing it for you. The, the first just, time was the Brooklyn Bridge. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. The first yeah, yeah. one was the Brooklyn Bridge. Brian that was wasn't my first there, time. You was like, oh, you want to do it? I was like, I guess. Yeah. And <laughs> I just threw Naomi to fight. How was I, I don't feel I tell people, like, how was so that? We, we, thought, one, we, thought, we thought we were pretty bad. No, the first one. <laughs> You. The Y'all first can go look one, at that on Backpack Broadcasting. Don't no, look don't. at it. You're good. You're really good on that. Please don't. Bruh. No, 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 no. Listen, let me explain. We so the Brooklyn moments. Bridge Classic I have a story about that I want to tell. Time. I don't know if I'm allowed, though. The Brooklyn Bridge. Oh, nah, nah. Oh, I know, I know no, what you're going to. Sorry about, I go good. back. Don't do that. I, no, no. I, know, I, know, I know where you're going to. Oh, my God, right, no. Fine. I know no, what you're going to. Don't do that. Is it the player to try to holler? Yeah. That's going to be so obvious. Anywho. Nah, it's taken down from Instagram now. What? There's still screenshots on my phone, but anywho, we won't, we won't go. <laughs> we won't go there. Why you gotta be messy? Let me explain my experience. Go ahead, go ahead. The thirst so, was real. Oh my god! All right, go ahead. So the first one was the Brooklyn Bridge Classic. Dex. like Brian was. I haven't had. I didn't meet no, Brian at the time. Because it was one, just you that day. It was just me that yeah. day, and mm-hmm. it was like the day after Christmas, and it was my first time ever doing a live stream, and I didn't know anything about any of the teams because I was like, I'm more of a in like New York City, I'm more like a football girl, not. New York City, like PSAL basketball. So I didn't know what was going on. And Dex was just like, you're going to be fine. You know, just we're going to tell you a couple things about the team. That's what he always Just says. go in there yep. and talk about it. And I That's was like. That's not what I always say. You're, you're, you're going to be Bruh, fine. Bro, I bombed. <laughs> Every single hit, I bombed. I'm talking like, this guy's from Abraham Lincoln, like. <laughs> Is it a college? And it's live. Is it a college It's live. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm like blank. So Dex was like, you're fine. You're going to, you're great. And I'm like, yo, I, I went home. I, I don't felt, know if I said great, but. You're doing okay. <laughs> He's like, so you're doing fine. Okay, maybe fine was the word. Fine was the word. I never, I didn't get fine great. Like I didn't get great. I don't probably use the word great City. loosely. I don't I use the word great loosely. I didn't get I'll the word it. great until probably Pro City, probably. But he told me I was doing fine, and I was like, all right, that means terrible. And I knew I was terrible, so I wasn't sweating it. But I went home and I felt like crap, and I was like so bummed out. And then he let me. He gave me another chance to do it, and that's when I met Brian. Yeah. And then I was like, I was nervous, but that hit that I did, my first hit, was pretty solid because I was like, all right, like I learned. I was learning how to like retain information and like you know less is more and like i kind of got it i was like brian was coaching me and it was brian's first time i was like brian like you know like getting, a, getting advice from a rookie coach yeah, no but you know what it but is it was it's like good, though. like he was just chill with it i was more nervous yeah i mean i guess i had experienced it in some way just from like watching a li- watching it a lot right just kind of wa- not watching it from the sense where i'm just watching it but watching and kind of looking how like yeah. how someone like josina anderson does mm-hmm. it for example you know what I mean? And just kind of retaining that information. 
Exactly. Uh, we were just trying to help each other out. So that was fun. I, we were already talking like this pretty much. Literally <laughs> probably met him five minutes and he probably was like saying something stupid to me. Like that's, <laughs> no, like, that's, that's Brian. Brian is like the For annoying real. little brother. Like he's like, anytime anybody asks, I'm like, yo, that's my annoying little brother. She, like, forget, she forgets that she's older than me by like two months. Yeah, but. <laughs> oh, you people in I'm so much older than you by two no, months. No, I remember. That <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> but Shut he up. definitely is like the annoying little brother. Like he annoys but, me all the time. When you look at that and you look at, you, you kind of, you had your opportunity if you want to say, I know you were doing stuff for Broken College when you were there and doing yeah. stuff on yeah. I want to get to Pro City and, after this. And you had your opportunity there. And let, let's actually do go to that before what I was going to ask, because Brian brings up a good point. You had you thought it was a failure at this Brooklyn Bridge Classic when you were on camera. Absolutely, it then was. Then you guys, both you guys did Unsigned Hype, mm-hmm. and you did that. And then I, that summer, we live-streamed Nike Pro City. Mm-hmm. And what what did you think? Because a lot of people think this is a good thing for people to know in any industry. You had some stumbles, Word. but you stayed with it. Right. And then how did you feel about your growth that summer when you were doing the Pro City games? Oh, I was so satisfied. Like, I literally was, like, so excited to be at Pro City every Tuesday and Thursday. Like, I finally got, like, because it's like, it's, for a while I kept saying, well, I want to do sideline reporting, I want to do sideline reporting. And it's so easy to say you want to do something until you actually do it. So the fact that I did it and I bombed and I still kind of had that itch to still do it. You know, it kind of it helped me a lot. It made me want to work harder because I was like, yo, I don't care. Even though I sucked at the first time, it's like it's what I want to do. It's what I love doing. So when I started getting the hang things at Pro City, I was like, yo, I didn't want to say nobody could tell me nothing. But I was like, yo, I was like, this is, you know, I got the hang of it. And it felt like so relieving because it's like it's live stream. And, you know, silent reporting is live all the time. You know what yep. I mean? So it's just like being able to just be busy. And it's like, Naomi, you're going on in six minutes. This When the clock hits this, blah, blah, blah. It was like, it was like an adrenaline rush. So it felt... It is. It was lit. Like, and, you know, I looked at the game differently because, I mean, I was never a basketball fan. So I would just watch, all right, he got it in, blah, blah, blah. But then, you know, doing the silent point, I had to actually start looking at different things. Like, I remember you threw, like... When I um, interviewed, I think it was who Zach Zarbra, the um, NBA referee. Yeah. Oh, who, yeah. who actually was his his father right. is my is my was my neighbor, and yeah, I remember yeah, I remember that game. That was another time you threw just a ball at me, and I had to catch it. Yo, we used to meet was, up before games. Yo, when we first passing started, notes, yo. <laughs> because we we both were like we had like anxiety we were like, going right, in. This guy played for the. We used um, to go. We used to trade notes. I don't know if you knew this. We used to trade notes. There was no, a Mexican but... restaurant outside of Peru yes. that we used to go into. Oh healthy my, that Mexican was our spot. spot. That yeah. one. And, and, there and was an Asian one as well. Do, up the and, block. and those toros. There was oh, yeah, those toros. Which you love a little too much. Not anymore because they don't take cash. Yeah. Uh, so what's it called? We used to like it, the one at least in Brooklyn that take cash, like deep in Brooklyn. But anyway, it doesn't matter. <laughs> so what's it called? I like buying my food with cash. I just go. So, okay, whatever. No, so That's we used to weird. we we used to pass notes. We used to like exchange. I did not know this. We used to like prepare. Mm -hmm. Like we used to actually meet up. Fake little team. Yeah. Meet up like two hours early and prepare, and like yeah, I would also play Pokemon Go. And oh god, you did. But one thing about Pro City that was when that game was hot. Yo, Dex, don't look at me like that, fam. Like (laughs) every time you did it, I shook my head. Anyways, but one thing about Pro City, it's like. I got the hang of things of silent point at Pro City, but I still, you know, there were still days where I, I sucked as well. So it's just well, like. I, I want to say something because I feel like if somebody's listening to this, they're going to be like, yo, Dexter was just throwing them in there. No, no, it I, wasn't like I, that. I, but but, that, to, but, but you would explain a, that's how we learn. Right. To a degree, I, I'm somebody. And so I think for we me, turned out fine so far. I, I believe in that. I believe in <laughs> I that. So. That's how people who mentored me kind of was like, you got to do it. You mess up on a stand up, you automatically go in and do it. You can't think about the failures too much. You just have to get back on the horse and do it. 
so I believe in that, and I believe you're gonna look. I knew y'all gonna mess up. Like, I knew you were gonna, but but you have to learn. Like, this, this, you know, when you're doing things on, this is the place you're gonna work out the kinks, and there's not the no, most pressure. Absolutely. Yes, I, we were producing a product that was live, and we wanted it to be good for people, and we want people to see the high level of quality. But I believed in you guys. You, look. That what I think what you guys said there is that people need to know is when somebody gives you opportunity, you have to take it and then put oh, in yeah. the work. Part of doing the work is preparation. Absolutely. Preparation means going to sit in a little Mexican spot, that's what little it was, Asian yeah. spot, having your mm-hmm. food yeah. and writing your notes and doing stuff. I didn't even know that till today. You guys, not yeah, no, we, we, we used to do that because like yeah, we really wanted to get good at yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. Like it's, <laughs> it's really like it. once I had the opportunity to do exactly what I wanted to do, be on the sidelines. I was like, yo, I'm not gonna make that same. I try to not make the same mistake twice. So I was like, I always right, think about yeah. the Brooklyn Bridge Classic and anything I do whether it's anchoring whether it's like doing some in-studio thing for school like I always think about that moment when I completely bombed and I was like Naomi you bombed because you weren't prepared so it's like mm. the only person you could blame for that is yourself and it's not even a bad thing that oh Naomi you suck but it's just like I know my potential so I should work towards that like if I know I could body this then I need to put in the work because it's not going to happen if I don't put in the work so I remember that's dope. also that's, that's really dope I, well said. I yeah. remember, you know what I even remember in games where like we would both walk like when one of us had a hit we would both walk over yeah and the other did. person watch, watch the other yeah, person yeah yeah, yeah I, 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 remember, yeah. I remember yo hold my stuff real right, quick right, I, right. I, I gotta go you ready all right let's I go. remember like, yo how do you think I it sounded pro- we used to do that all the time I remember producing <laughs> some of the games which I did some of the games I was announcing so I remember watching you guys do do that and and see that and, and I, I could say this I remember watching those games and seeing how you guys got better throughout the summer again people if you want to watch those games you can on Backpack Broadcasting they're account. always those are you fun to see, look back you on. want to see young they're Naomi and young Facebook. Brian Bar- Baruch was giving us audio issues oh yeah, yeah um, that that's the only thing I wanted to put so much Backpack stuff on my I mean so much Pro City stuff on my reel but we had some audio, the audio issues there Baruch's yeah, Wi Fi and everything was like terrible yeah, yeah. but other than that catch it was Pokemon still in there. That was, it was fun. <laughs> oh <my> God. <laughs> oh it's true, though. Goodness. It was great, though. Yeah, it was yeah. honestly great. But no, nah, it was true. And then after that, we uh, did production at the U.S. Open together also. Oh, my God. We, had, we have a whole, <laughs> like... <laughs> We're going to write a book one day. About the, 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 cra- the crazy times coming up in the be, industry. Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah no, so so the next thing I'll say to you is for peace of mind. Now you're going to damn always, Minnesota. Yeah, you're going to Minnesota, <laughs> but you, you, your time from, from Pro City and just when you look back and say how much I went from Brooklyn Bridge Classic to where you are now to be able to go to Minnesota and working for a station, you know, how fulfilling does it feel for you to to get here? I know a lot of this because we've talked a lot about this. We've had a lot of conversations about this along the way. So I know this, but for people, I think it's good for people to hear somebody has been coming up through this journey and young right now. What's it like to be here in this moment? Like, what are you feeling in this moment? In this exact moment, like now it kind of just hit me hearing you say that because I remember like, going through the process with the news di- my current news director of like getting the job, doing all the little kinks out. And I was just like, I remember being at my apartment in Connecticut and literally having like an anxiety attack because I was just waiting for him to call me. Because, you know, I was just, <laughs> I was waiting. And people would text me. I'd be tight. Like, why are you texting me right now? Like, this <laughs> notification, this notification, that Yo, notification you're wait- That's the worst when you're waiting Bruh. for a call or a text and then you're getting a call or text from somebody else. <laughs> that is the worst. See, I can't, I, can't, I can't be that person. I can't like sit and watch No, I have I to like go out on my box. Can you take a nah, deep breath? You need and... to be focused by the time that phone rings. Yeah. I feel her. Exactly. Nah, I can't. That's just putting too much pressure on this. I did it. Maybe, I did maybe it. when we get a little older, we won't think yeah, of we'll it. Yeah, we'll be all right. But Probably. We're not that experienced. I'm not saying yet. you're crazy for that. I just, I understand. No, we're crazy. It. Just, yeah. We're crazy. Yeah. We own it. Yeah. But it's like, I remember those moments <laughs> waiting for. <laughs> it's true. We do. Like... Right. 
But no, waiting for that call was so nerve wracking because I was like, yo, this is everything that I wanted. Like, this is everything I worked mm-hmm. for. Yeah. And it's going to probably happen for me at this point. So I was nervous because I've dealt with rejection before. Like, I told you, Dex, like, I, I called you crying when I got denied by ESPN. Having yeah, ESPN. I remember, I remember that. We, yeah. met, we, met, we met up before that, too. We met up. Brian was with me. And I was she like, hit I gotta me up to help her study. Because like, I was we like. We sat in a library right, floor. Yeah, I remember that. Right. Yeah, so, I remember, I remember, I, it's funny. Those, those are things you sometimes forget. I, but something you said before, I think it's important to remember those those moments of rejection or pain yeah. through your process of life. You go through, like, yeah. I always go back on stuff like that, and it still motivates you. Yeah. Um, it's important to still remember that stuff, but enjoy the process it goes. But right. it sounds to me like you're enjoying the process now. Yeah, now I am. So it's definitely, like, it's an amazing feeling, and I know that once I get there, like, next, when I start on the 17th, I know that's when it's going to really hit me and be like, yo, Naomi, this is, you're about to grind. Like, it's grind season. Cause, yeah. You know, it's it's one thing to just keep saying, like, yeah, you know, I'm going to go, I'm going to be there, blah, blah, blah. But it's like, when you're in it, I feel like that's when it's really going to hit me. And um, I get emotional about it all the time because I was just like, like, you know, I come from a family where, like, my sister, one of my sisters didn't get to finish school because she had a, a, a daughter. My other sister graduated and, you know, she didn't get to live out her career because she also had a daughter. So it's just like everything I do right now is kind of like for my family and, you know, for my nieces and just for people to see that, you know, like, you know, you can make things happen if you put the work towards it. So not saying that my sisters didn't put the work towards it. They put the work towards it, but, you know, they had, they had things come in between. And, like, I fortunately have never been in that situation where I had something kind of blocking my blessings. I don't want to say block my blessing. The child's not blessing. Whatever. But you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I definitely had, like, well, a little. Well, I mean. You're, what did you say? That was really fast. <laughs> that last <laughs> sentence. Um, but I, but I, I did have a question. So, like, you're. you're I talk fast, bro. You want me to do? I know, but, yeah. Slow it down, okay? Trust me, okay. I know. <laughs> But but your willingness to travel, right? Like me, I'm not I'm not planning on leave, leaving New York. But there are some people that I know. But please clarify that you're not planning on, on leaving, leaving New York, York for a job. For a job. Any job you wouldn't leave for? Well, it depends. Like, yeah. Okay. See, there you go. It depends. I just want to make sure you want people didn't think you were one of those people that's like I'm never leaving New York. No, 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 no. I'm just like I'm not planning on doing that anytime soon. But you did that. You went to grad school in Connecticut, Quinnipiac. Oh, uh, you're taking this job, obviously, to Minnesota. Yeah. Why was that? Why was, I guess, the willingness to travel important to you? Because if, like, the dream I had is bigger than anything. It's bigger than, you know, me staying at home and being in the comfort of my parents' house or being in comfort of being in Brooklyn. Like, I, aside from doing all the sports stuff, I've been waitressing for, like, five years. So it's, like, that's how I'm getting my money. That's how I'm being able to stay in New York, even though, like, I wasn't paying real hard bills. But, like, that's the lifestyle I felt, like, is connecting me to New York. So I'm, like, that's not what I want to do. I don't want to clock into a job and be told like oh did you greet the customer right did you ask them if they want another drink like that's not that's like that idea no disrespect to waitresses out <laughs> not, there no, no I mean waiters. listen that's how I got my money up that's how I got my car that's how I got my apartments like that's what's making me be able to hold myself down so no shots at that but that's not the lifestyle I want and I feel like I'm that's what you got to do in New York to kind of live like you know me being 24 years old I'm not gonna I knew where I was at, I wasn't going to be blessed with the job that I wanted in New York. Like, I wasn't going to get my, I wasn't going to be able to get an on-camera job in New York. Mm-hmm. I would have had to start at a news I mean, desk. You, I mean, you could have. There's people that could have hired you, but you know. They yeah, hired, yeah. I mean, no matter. Hired, yeah, yeah. Right. They'd be hiring yeah. the same people all the time. Right. Yeah. Exactly. So yeah. I, we'll I could have. Yeah. I could have. <laughs> but they weren't, they weren't, they didn't see my potential the way other people have seen my potential. And there you so go. And that's what that's, matters. That's, yeah. need, that's what matters. That's what matters. We were just talking the, about that. That's the difference maker. Because like, I remember when I got the call from my news director, I told him, I was like, yo, thank you for believing in me because that's what it takes. And my mom always says this to me. She's like, Naomi, you're going to be fine because I'd be at homeless. In a, like, I remember the day of my graduation, 
I went back to New York. I drove back to New York right after my graduation, and like I went out with my friends. I had fun, but that weekend I was so like depressed because I was. This was your like, this was your grad school graduation. My grad my grad school graduation. So in May of this year, and I sat in bed that weekend just so depressed because I'm just like. I went to grad school and I was like, all right, Naomi, you're going to graduate in May. You're going to have your job right out. I was applying to like so many jobs in March. (laughs) Yo, when I tell you, I probably have like over 100 cover letters. And it was just rejection after rejection after rejection after rejection after rejection. So then I was like working on my thesis over the summer. And I was like, yo, Naomi, like you're really about to move back home. Because I remember when I went to Connecticut, my mom was like, okay, Naomi, so you're coming back home in August, right? And I'm like, I'm like, no, mommy, I'm not coming back home in August. Like I'm going to go to a different state. And I kept telling her that. But then as August started rolling up, but I was like, yo, no jobs are calling me. So I guess I'm coming back home. And like, you know, I even reached out to my old restaurant job. Like, yo, I might have to come back there just so I can have money while I'm in New York. Like, no, nah, we to... don't want you. <laughs> right. So they, I mean, we would have had. So I was just I had I was thinking about going back to that. So it was very depressing and very off putting because I'm just like, yo, I've been putting in the work. Like I really have been grinding and like, I'm like I went to I didn't have to take out a school loan. You know what I mean? Like I went to undergrad. I didn't have any debt, nothing. So I put myself in a position where I'm like, all right, now I'm about to be in mad debt. So you know, it's I was hoping it was gonna pay off and it did eventually. But at those very moments, there was times where I was just so depressed and I was like, yo, I'm really about to be in debt like crazy, still in my parents' house, working at a restaurant. And, you know, trying to find somebody to believe in me. So when I did finally get that news director who did believe in me, it felt like it felt so good. Like it was amazing. Yeah, I, I understand. So, yeah. I understand the feeling. The other thing to note there is like, look, everything happens and works out as it's supposed to. You know, sometimes you think those things are going to happen extremely quickly and it doesn't necessarily work, work uh, to that. Tell people a little about your inspiration. What made you want to get into sports broadcasting we're all we're all here sitting in in this field we all have done some work but what what really puts you and said hey I, this is what i want to do wow so like honestly growing up my mom is um a bigger sports fan than my dad is my dad's not even a sports fan so it's like my mom has kind of been my inspiration like i remember on saturdays just like our mornings consisted of the premier league and it's like hey, and the be- which I- brian doesn't know anything about, anything about. <laughs> all right we're not doing that again yeah he's a soccer <laughs> hater right I'm, so the last episode i, I name dropped yaya tori all right oh the oh, last that, episode that, that gives, to get a that gives you talking. soccer credibility now 100 percent. nope you didn't even watch the world cup <laughs> goodbye <laughs> Well, who Goodbye. was in, who was you in it that it? I was gonna follow? Oh, because Puerto mean, Rico you, you wasn't only, in it. You only follow players. Is we that what don't you're saying? we don't kick soccer balls. Yeah, you punch people in the face. Yes, we yeah. box. Okay. and oh play baseball. Oh my god! But yeah. still, okay. that's my cop. You missed the World Cup. I saw I saw the World Cup though. I saw a little bit of it. The World Cup is like one sporting event that any and everybody I feel can tune into. Um, Except Brian. Except for he Brian. Won't, he, won't, he won't do right. it. Again, I'm but, Puerto but, Rican. But yes, you're, we you're, box. We play baseball. Your family. You're watching. Oh yeah. So my mom. My mom was always watching the Premier League and basketball. I had to get that in there. I forgot. Oh, I think my mom, like my mom, definitely was. No, I was basketball. like, I forgot. We oh. also play basketball. <laughs> we got JJ yeah. Barea. You know what I'm saying? So gang, gang. that and tennis. Uh. So I grew up just watching sports, and then it just always kind of been around me. And then what really kind of set it off for me was when I um, started cheerleading in high school. Mm-hmm. And I don't know what it was, but it just was like I felt like I wasn't like I wanted to be a bigger part of the game. Like every game I cheered at, I was like, yo, I want to be in there. Like I want to be in. I don't want to be on the sidelines anymore. I do want to be on the sidelines. Even though you did some stuff. Yeah, I I don't want to be on the sidelines, but not in that that way. Like, I wanted to be in it. So um, I just kind of had this, like, thing with journalism all the time. I always felt like I was just the type of person who would do well being on camera, speaking my mind, speaking about things. So that kind of connected with one thing, and then I just kind of meshed it together. And trust me, there was periods of time, because I first, when I first started going to Brooklyn College, and I uh, majored in 
broadcast journalism, I was like, all right, I'm probably going to be doing ET. Like, I'm going to be talking about this person, that person, be like the new Wendy Williams. Then after a while, I was oh, like, yo. Thank God. I'm not, like, yeah, I was like, I know. And I was just like. Beat I, me to <laughs> it. Jesus Christ. No disrespect to Wendy Williams. No, yeah. I don't care for former journalism. Yeah, I, I realized after a while, I was like, I don't want to sit here and gossip about people. Like, that's not my personality at all. So then eventually I was like, what else could I fall back on? Like, what else? And I was like, sports, duh. And then, <laughs> like, duh, sports, hello. So once I started doing sports reporting, though, I was like, yo, Naomi, maybe you don't know as much about sports as you think you do. So hmm. the fact that the fact of the matter is I, I just found a crazy passion about it where I started going out to get football for dummies books, basketball for dummy book, baseball for dummy. Like I you like every time like if you check my browser history, I'm always searching something like about sports. Cause it's like I wasn't I didn't grow up on American sports. I grew up on like, you know, football because my mom my parents are from England. So I grew up on football, basketball, I mean sorry, football, boxing, tennis, like not the mainstream American sports. So NFL wasn't a big thing in my house. Right. Um until I got to high school. Um same thing with NBA until I got to high school is when I started doing all that stuff. So if you mm. think about it, my my experience with sports is kind of still very new, you know what I mean? So, um, at so the you time, still had, you still had a lot. Yeah, to learn, at the time when I was in college, so I put myself in a position where it was like I took a difficult way of getting into this industry. I could have took the easy way out and done entertainment reporting, but I was like, no, like let me let me go on this journey. So, I packed in as much information as I could, and you know, I'm still learning to this day about certain things, certain sports. I obviously don't know about every single sport out there, but you know, I'm always just. I think the thing about me is that I just I'm always willing to learn, like. I know I'm not a know-it-all, so I'm I'm always just like very eager to learn new things. So that hunger, that hunger to learn is is definitely gonna take you far. I know, yeah, I, I know. I speak for Brian too. We say we're just we're super happy at just the growth. I, I've seen because yeah. I've really watched yeah, it. I've, it I've already yeah. I've already began with the jokes. I'm just yeah, right I'm, I'm su- I, that's already I'm super jokes. happy. At the Carl Anthony Towns. Remember I texted you the other day. I don't remember what I texted you, but oh, all the, the Minnesota you about the jokes. Timber- oh yeah yeah. Yeah yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. I was supposed to wear a Timberwolves jersey. Yeah, she said she was gonna wear a Giants jacket, which she did. No, I said I was going to wear Timberwolves gear. Oh, yeah, yeah. I said you should. I was going to, but then I was like, no, Naomi, don't do that. You repping Minnesota hard. I ain't set tripping. Yeah, you represent Minnesota hard already. I'm going to have to, though. I feel like I will be, I will, like, start watching the Timberwolves a little bit more. You're going to invest in the city? I need an NBA team, y'all. I do. Like, I... Oh, you don't have an NBA team. I don't team. have an NBA team. I have Russell Westbrook, who's my favorite player, and you know, we both, as you we guys both understand, are, we both are Westbrook right? Fans. It's hard to this watch OKC not. for whoa, a whole whoa, season. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Calm down. I'm not not a Westbrook fan. We established this in the episode with Tyreek. You're Kett. not a fan. I just said that. What the usual? He's a ball hog. Blah blah blah. No, he no, can no, never no. Get a championship. Yeah. no, 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 no. Not right. that. That's not actually what I said. Okay, good. I'm just not as high on him as other people are. That's it. That's not bad. Whatever. Um. <laughs> Dex is like, I'm not trying to hear any of that. So yeah. you're going to be a Timberwolves fan. That's what I gather. You're going to be rooting for Carl Anthony Towns. And... I'm going to try. I mean, there's there's talent on that roster. So, you know, I don't now. feel like I. Until <laughs> <laughs> so they get broken up. Yep. Yeah. Jimmy and Butler, you know that's going to happen. Jimmy Butler says bye-bye. Right. That's, that, when that's... that happens is when, is when. All right. Before, 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 so before we go to break. Oh, go ahead, Brian. What were you going to say? No, I was just going to say, what are some of the things you're looking forward to the most as in, you go out there? In Minnesota? Yeah. Cold weather. <laughs> I'm not even trying to be Damn, funny. Serena just broke a racket. She was so mad. She was arguing with the official earlier. Earlier, I saw that. I, I, I want to say something real quick. Uh, this as we're watching this match, we mentioned before as we're going on. Uh, Osaka oh. won the first set. Serena went up three one in the second set. Um, looked to be could have went up four one, but she, yeah, she got broke. So that that was kind of disappointing. I Brian, let's just let's put all our rooting interests here. Brian's rooting for Osaka uh, only because I'm only because. Huge... Let me clarify why. 
Because Olivia... he wrote a story and he fell in love with her. Okay, no, like, relax. Oh, God, I just wrote the story. Two years and... ago is where it started. No, two years ago I became a fan of hers actually because I don't I don't follow tennis a like fan? that. Full disclosure. Okay. I don't follow tennis. Full disclosure. She had a match with. Not, it wasn't even the match because we used to. All right, when we did production at the U.S. Open, we used to look at all uh, the interview rooms as part of the process when we were there. Oh. So yeah. in a, she, yo, we go back. I'm telling you. So we was I when I used to go to the interview room part of what we used to do. Um, she had like an interview after one of her matches, and it was hilarious. And she was 18 at the time. So then that just kind of continued. Then she had the match of Madison Keys where she lost emotionally. Uh, Madison Keys had a great comeback, right. and she shut that down this time. And like, now you are a fan. Hell yeah. Brian's rooting for her. So we- I, have, I have a question. Have you watched like her outside of the U.S. Open? I saw her when she won Indian Wells. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And I saw her she's when a great she. Player. I'm no, no, no. She, she, I, I saw her. Great. I saw her when she beat Serena uh, in Miami, Miami too. I was going to say, you know, kind of watching this. But while that was like Serena, podcast. like you know, she just coming. I, off I watched game. her a couple of times through this tournament, this U.S. Open. She's really good. She's twenty. And she'll be twenty-one. I, I, in I like. I don't. You know, I'm not the person to be on a hype train, but I like saying this when I say it. Oh, she's next. Yeah, and she's ready. Yeah. Oh, she's next, and she's ready. And she's very. But I mean, I, personality I, is very marketable. I think. I think Serena's. Serena's gonna. I still think Serena's gonna win this. Come back. I but she's. Of, but this right girl, now, this girl I said that good. too, though. I said that I think Serena's well, gonna win. Soccer's about to tie it up right now. Yeah, it looks like it. But um, well, yeah, we'll keep you posted. Do this. Do this. Uh, thing. Even, even though, even though this is coming out five days will, after the U.S. Yeah, Open is complete. already, but it's fun. It's fun doing this. So you're looking forward to the cold weather in Minnesota? I'm not looking forward to the cold weather. I don't even know why you put that out there. It's gonna be cold. You're looking forward to being there. I'm and... looking forward to just grind. Like that's my like. I'm just looking forward to leveling up. That's probably the biggest thing I am. Like, I'm up. just. I'm so Level eager. Up. I'm just exactly. Level up. Level up. Yeah, I'm just right. That's like my daughter's favorite. <laughs> song. That's my daughter's Is favorite it? song. Right I thought. Now. I thought it was um ATM. Yeah, it was. But now level up is yeah past that <laughs> and win wasn't wasn't win one of them also. She liked that a little win, bit. Win, but, win, win. But level up. It's that's it's epic. Just, just don't play her any of Kamikaze. I know you won't though. No, that hasn't happened. But like when she wakes up, Daddy, level up. Like everything, level up. <laughs> level up. On the wake up, that's the way to go. But I like that. That's like, the my way do- to go. My daughter's being like, "Yo, you leveling up?" Right? Exactly. Like, Are you, sure leveling you leveling up yeah. today? So wow. she, she's smart. She, she loves that song. Like she loves that. That's song. my anthem going to Minnesota. We've probably played it like five hundred times. I'm gonna be on the drive like this. For 17 hours. That's another thing. Are, we playing for Are you ready hours? for the 17 hour drive? Nobody's ready for I'm a not ready for drive. it, but I'm I'm ready to I'm just I'm just ready to just make that leap and just be there. I just hope you make it. <laughs> wow. Thank you. You know what? You're, you know what? You're gonna make it. That all right, so we, we we talked we talked a bunch about Naomi. We're gonna take a break. When Coming come up on. next, we're gonna ruin her bag. <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna talk about Kanye West. We're going to talk about Naomi's love, undying love, for Kanye West, Colin Kaepernick, NFL, a whole bunch more. We'll talk about that when we come back on the A Hard to Tell podcast. Greg, get a mic. The Sports Walk is back. Watch season two of Backpack Broadcasting's original web series that brings you the opinions of real sports fans. The entire first season and current season are available now on the Sportswalk YouTube channel and Facebook page. Check out the 2017 NYC WebFest official selection and see what other sports fans have to say on the hottest issues in sports today. It's easy. Just take the Sportswalk. 
Welcome back, Ain't Hard to Tell Podcast, episode 43, Dexter Henry, Brian Fonseca, our guest, Naomi Gray, and we forgot, we did not even give a player number for this episode. Brian, as usual, is overly prepared and has the list of whack (laughs) numbers. All right, so we're going to do this. Uh, Anthony Tolliver. No. Kendrick Perkins. Hell no. Chris Humphreys. Oh, definitely no. Raul Mondesi. I liked Raul Mondesi growing up. I did too. Dennis Eckersley. Solid, very great closer. Darren Sproles. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. definitely. That's who no. I think I'm going to pick, too. I think that's a good one. Because we're both short. And <laughs> When I played football, I used to play like that sort of uh, style. No, you also. didn't. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> no, I'm, de- I'm serious. I'm actually serious. Oh, we're short, we're short pl- football players. Right. Slot receiver, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. A little bit of running back. He would use to he he would normally use as a receiver. Though See, I like I like Troy Polamalu as the and last a choice on the list. And Troy Polamalu, yeah, he buried the lead, nice, great, uh, so great. I think, uh, I think great player, good heart safety. You know, but you guys want to go with Sproles? Okay, yeah. sure, people. yeah, Darren Sproles. All right, short people, you win. <laughs> you get you get Sproles. Good for you. You short people stuck together. I mean, I mean, what, why did? <laughs> Troy Polamalu, what, what? Is it the Pittsburgh thing? Is that what you wanted? Oh. I'm not from Pittsburgh. I went to school in Pittsburgh. I'm not but a Steelers fan. I mean, you kind of rep Pittsburgh, though. But you though. can still rep it. What, like, what are you talking like about? When long? have you seen me rep Pittsburgh? Not the Steelers, but like oh. the city. I rep. No. <laughs> no. No. Damn, all right, fine. No. Rest in peace, Mac Miller, though. Oh, oh right. My God. Yeah. yeah. You did. Yeah. yeah. So that happened it's this been, past it's week. It's been a tough, like, I just want to say this. I wasn't like I'm not gonna lie and be like, oh, I'm, you know, broke my heart. I was such a huge fan, whatever, whatever. I did like him, uh, had respect for him, and he came up in sort of that era where, when I was in high school, you started to see these like Chip the Rippers and Currency Wiz Khalifa when he was pretty good. Um, Drake was coming up around this time. You had like a whole era, and that word's being thrown around a lot now. But you had a whole era of dudes coming up during that time who were, you know, different. Yeah. Made some sort of innovative stuff. Uh, The beats, the sounds were just very, very different from Mm -hmm. what was out at that time. Mac Miller was part of that. So, And I do think he has a place. Like, he he made a a big impact at one point. Mm -hmm, You know what I mean? Representing Pittsburgh like Wiz Khalifa did. You know, he was sort of one of their go-to artists. He was. They were the two, yeah. So, yeah. Uh, That messed me up a little bit. Just, like, I heard that. I was like, wait, what? You know yeah, it, I mean? was, it was so random. I, I, think, I yeah. I think the day before there was a feature story done on him in the New Yorker. Mm-hmm. One of and those that's outlets. it, guys. It's it's a wrap. Uh, yeah. Naomi so. Osaka has won the U.S. Open. Uh, we'll touch into the controversy. Hey, man, that. look. Um, oh my God! Do you see him smiling? Do I'm you see him? I'm gonna finish the Mac. Do you Miller see thing him right now? I'm gonna finish the Mac Miller. This thing This is real really quick. tough for me. But I just want to say, I just want to say, is... uh, Mac wow. Miller, rest in peace. Yeah. Uh, you know, best wishes to his family and all that. And yeah, man. And yeah, and people gotta leave Ariana Grande alone. <laughs> Cause that I mean, was, that's not that's cool. The yeah, that's not cool. People are coming at her because you, they and, broke and up, and, that's, and you knew that was gonna happen just because the internet's the internet. But like, dude, apparently was you know the, oh, she gave her a hug. The, the depression. <laughs> are you serious right now? <laughs> Serena gave her a hug. Like that's crazy. What, did, would you think that wasn't gonna happen? I didn't know. They always hug after games. Yeah. What's no, what's... no, that's not true. They mostly that's give not... hand. I mean, she's you know what? Give Naomi Osaka to, to be fair, hug, they generally give people handshakes. Yeah, be fair. Look, but... Naomi Osaka's crying now, and yo, she really won the U.S. Open. But okay, and Naomi Osaka won the U.S. My, Open. My story this week is going to yeah, be there's fire. A, there's an asterisk to this. <laughs> there is an asterisk to this, yeah. uh, Greg. Why one game? 
that that whole thing changes. It shifts the, it shifts the, it shifts the momentum. momentum. Yeah, momentum, right momentum right doesn't exist. Momentum doesn't exist. Right momentum, after that situation, you, she would have. Momentum been is tied. just momentum is just a feeling. Like Dude, momentum doesn't that, actually just right after exist. right, but right it's after that situation, no, 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 Serena would have been tied. No. Here's here's what we need to do to explain for people not listening who don't know. And you know, Bomani Jones says that all the time about momentum. I agree with him. Momentum doesn't actually exist. Yes, it does. It does. Are you I, doesn't. Kidding me? No, it doesn't. It does. It does. I, I, I think I think I think I think momentum is whatever you make of the situation that you can stop or start it. Because in the situation we're about to talk about, it could have affected both people, right? If you believe in momentum. This is the if you believe in momentum. Let's just be let's just paint the picture clear for people who don't understand. Now I'm Osaka won the uh US Open Championship, but this championship game is gonna be marked with a lot of controversy because Serena Williams got into a verbal disagreement with the chair ump. Apparently, she had a warning, then a second warning when she lost a point in the game. Serena then between, uh, I believe it was the fourth game of the third set, told the umpire that he had stole a game from her and that he was a thief. He then gave her another penalty. So she ended up losing. Excuse me. She she he told her to stole a point. He then gave her another penalty, and she lost a game. So now she went down instead of being down. Four three tied at three or four three excuse me what was the time she went down five three, um, and Serena was visibly upset. She complained to the I forget the two people who came out. I think they're like the the head of the U.S. Open officiating. She came out. She complained to them strongly. She she never cursed because we heard all the audio Mm -hmm. that was on CBS. She never cursed. She never was disrespectful. She was clearly upset. She was emotional. She was in a bit tears a bit at one point, and she made a point that I thought was fair. She said. There are men out here who've said and done worse at the U.S. Open, and they've never had a game taken away from them. This is true. Yeah. We've watched guys for years, John McEnroe, other guys, curse, berate, belittle refs, talk about their mom. I'm exaggerating maybe a little bit here. <laughs> but no, talk that's about their like mamas. they've but done they how went, they understand. They went almost that far. We've yeah. seen men almost go that far. Not even almost go, go that far. And... These dudes have still been allowed to continue. And you know what people labeled? You know what people labeled uh, John McEnroe as? Fiery. Passionate. Right. They love him. The bad right? boy. Like, whenever, they like that. whenever Serena's gotten to an argument with uh official, it's been she's not ladylike. Yep. She's not uh, conducting herself in a, in a particular manner. Mm-hmm. And we heard the audio on this. Was she upset at the umpire chair ump? Absolutely. And she should, though. Should she have lost the game here? No. Not in my opinion from what I saw. And I know we're doing this podcast while we did it. I don't think so at all, and I'm sorry. There's been a lot of things that have happened around tennis in the last month, especially around Serena, has totally screamed of sexism. Yeah. It's It's been there before. Is From Serena, you can't wear the cat suit at the French Open. Serena needs to act this way. Yep. Now, she her point that she made is right. I'm glad everybody got to hear it. Mm-hmm. Their point that she made about sexism, that's what I'm glad. I love that those mics were there and everybody got yeah, to hear it because yeah. now we can have a discussion about it. Don't know how y'all feel about it, but I think she make, brings up a great point. She does. I, I think so, too. Like, you know, I've grown up watching tennis. I've seen how people, even Andre Agassi, like, you know, mouthing off to the chair umps. And even some females as well, you know what I mean? But not, obviously, anything crazy. But the men definitely do get a pass. And Serena is Serena Williams. So they're going to treat her a different way than they treat other players. And that's hands yeah. down. So to see her get that emotional honestly broke my heart. I'm a big Serena fan. And I one thing I know about Serena's playing style, when she's frustrated with herself, she she broke a racket not too long before that. Yep. When she's, when she's in her, like, head it just messes up her whole game flow so when i started seeing that happen i was like it either could go two ways where she comes back and is savage but i seen like she teared up she broke down for a moment so i knew that that was it 
that was yeah. going to be it. And like I was telling Brian, like I, you said something about the momentum, and I was just like, had she not lost that game and came back right back. after, she would have been tied. That that shifts things. She up. also would have been yeah. serving, um, exactly. serving to tie yeah. that set. So exactly. that's what hurt her so too. So it would have. So it messes that up. Now she's in her. Now she's in her head. Her flow's all messed up from that. And I know she's disappointed in that situation. And I mean, I have nothing against Naomi Osaka. She's great upcoming talent. You know, I always want to see females win, females be successful. Oh, yeah, I like know? her. She's, she's you good. You know what she I mean? She's great. She has potential, but I'm Serena through and through. And I always tell people, like, I feel like this is Serena 3.0. You know what I mean? Like, we had the first Serena, and then the Serena who came back after her family tragedy, the blood clots and all that. And then now she had a baby. She's a mom. So now we're getting her again. And throughout these this, her series in the U.S. Open, we were starting to see that, that vibe from her. Like, she was coming back. The way she played Venus was amazing, outstanding. Everybody was like, She's got to get to the finals. So it always breaks my heart when I see Serena get there and crack. And But this situation, as you mentioned, is something that never happened before. So to watch that happen live, and it caught us off guard because we're it's, just, you know. It, it is. It's going to be a tough conversation because some people can say, you know, when you're a great athlete, you got to overcome those moments. you got to refocus. Yeah. But you're human. I, I think it's a lot easier to do that on a team sport than it is in an individual sport. I think it's very tough right. to do those individual yeah. sports where you feel like somebody may have taken something away from you. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like if you feel like if you're boxing, Brian's a boxing guy. Amir Khan and, just got knocked down, so I almost laughed. Right. <laughs> Sorry. By somebody with 14 <laughs> knockouts and 29 wins. Okay. Wow. Yeah. Right, Brian. <laughs> oh, near Yeah. Yeah. Um, but if you're in boxing and somebody is hit you, keeps hitting you below the belt, and the referee ignored it, and you felt like they're getting an advantage, and you're not, which is kind of comparable here because you feel like the other person getting an advantage, you're not. This is taking nothing away from Osaka, who I think is a tremendous yeah, player, great. and I think she's up next. I'm really, I'm not the fan Brian is of her yet, but I think that she's next. But it definitely does something. I think it's going to be talked about. I hope people Oh, keep... Pablo Torre just tweeted out, I'm not looking forward to the think pieces on this, and I'm inclined yeah. to agree. <laughs> um, No, I am. If people are willing to openly discuss no, and talk no, about the but sexism. I know what he's talking about. But what he probably you means, know what is, I that mean? means like, is that there's going to be over-talking of it. It's going to be Yeah, yeah everybody, the, the drag session, it's of course. Like, yeah, it's yeah, gonna, yeah. Like it's gonna, and it's going to be on places. Yeah. But that's yeah. with anything. By the way, that fourth voice is of Greg... Uh, yes. Who 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 has a mic <laughs> in case? But you it's guys good. Are... I'm kind of. It's cool that we had something that happened in the moment. We got to react to <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, but we're, we're yeah. Gonna... But now we're on limited time, and we have to have this Kanye conversation. Yeah, so oh my we've been waiting to do this for a long time, right? Yes. Uh, yeah. Naomi, you are Kanye through and through. I am. Uh, I really am. Dexter is old Kanye. That's why he has a college dropout shirt on. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't stand dude right now. Greg's done with him too. He calls him dangerous to the culture, and for those listening and yeah. watching, Greg is black. No, not dangerous to the culture. <laughs> He's dangerous to black people. Okay. Because when you go out and you support Trump, the way that he has, and pretty, because he's pretty much operating in a space where it's all self-absorbed. He's only thinking about self, but he's not thinking about all the people that his words affect when he blurts that out. So, in supporting someone like Trump. You're pretty much emboldening that whole base. Did we select and, Kanye to lead us to the promised land? Because I, well, I must have some, missed something. But you got it. But you got to understand though. Somebody like that kind of. It's really important. But he when has Kanye? Voice. What? Ha- how many times? Like, have we had conversations of Kanye representing the whole black? No, no, no. We y'all already co- consider him a sellout the minute he started no, no, no. dating Kim I'm Kardashian. Not, so let's saying. not go there. Let's not go there. <laughs> I, never so said, now, I don't care who you I'm date. Telling yeah, y'all, I don't care. Who but I'm telling y'all. But I'm saying from what I've seen from what I've seen from people, nobody was counting on Kanye for anything. No, but he is someone that they could were. give yes, a lot were. back to the yes, community because he has this resources Y'all have not been depending well, on Kanye on. since Kanye let's came hold on. in. Let's, let's bring this back one second. Yeah. Let's bring this back one second. <laughs> so that Naomi can make a point. <laughs> Naomi, 
Let's let. Yeah, I, she I, is I, definitely a Kanye. No, no, no. But we let let <laughs> let let's let Naomi speak. Naomi, nah, for sure. I'm asking Naomi a question. Set up. Naomi, there are obviously things that come up with Kanye in the last couple of months. His comments about Trump wearing the Make America Great Again hat. Yes, there are people in uh, the black community, hip hop community, who do not look at Kanye the same way anymore. You still. I don't know how you let's let me say in your own words. How do you feel about him right now today in 2018? He definitely does outlandish things. I'm not gonna agree with everything he does. But you know, like what it reminds me, every time I think about Kanye, I think about this Jay-Z line from Dear Summer, where he's like, it's like the drunk Memphis uncle Bleak's in your best song, by the right. way. Right. It's like the <laughs> drunk uncle in your family, you know they're lame, you feel the shame, but you love them the same. Like that's how I feel about Kanye. Like he messes up, but you know, it's like I love Kanye. I'm a fan of his work. I'm a fair I'm a fan of his artistry you know what i mean his songs to me no but that's different been... that's different you yeah. support him everything he says i didn't like just what about have I everything ever... he says I don't well, hold on. first of all don't do that no don't that's do that. true don't, you defend don't him do... on ev- the I'm whole not defend- you I'm watch i remember the fact that he has freedom of speech you watched the I'm charlemagne the... interview and you were posting clips from that on your instagram it was story clips rocking that, with it him. was clips that did you watch the did you watch the whole two hours no time out let me talk did you watch the whole two hours yes i did okay you must have not because what i was posting had nothing to do with what he was saying about trump I didn't, well, say that. I didn't say that. So, but I'm, your point I said is, you, yeah, were maybe just I posting... defend, you said I defend everything he says. That's not Pretty true. Much. That's Except, not true. Probably not the when Trump it comes stuff, to his but you defend views, a lot of the things he says. I defend the fact that he has freedom of speech. So, are you, are you So, do you so, think he's a free thinker? I don't. I mean, he's going to think about whatever he wants. Are you separating? Not, are you separating the artist from his political views? Like, are you I able am. to do that? I am so, able to do that, and the fact that some people aren't able to do that—that's fine. That's totally fine. Okay, but my thing is like. I don't know. I don't. When it comes to like, I'm a. When it comes to Trump, I just block off everything. What he said was not right, but I list. I un, I listen to him. I have a. I have friends who are Trump supporters. Well, a friend who's a Trump supporter, and I sat down with her, and she's entitled to her political views. But one thing that I do want to know, I just want to know why. I wanna. I want to give you that platform to explain to me why. I don't want to judge you. I don't want to continue consider you a racist. I don't want to make those conclusions because I think that the biggest thing about unity and all that, you got to hear each other out. You're not going to agree with everything somebody says. Yeah. You're not. So, but so, I do agree when there there are racist people who support yeah. Trump. Like the, nah, the I, bulk of it, there are. There are people who hate black people, yo, and that's why they support Trump. I but, actually agree with what Kanye was saying when he was told. Like, I understand where he was coming from. Like You want to leave with love, try a different way. Right, yeah, but I maybe understand it's that. not the way but, for and this And the thing person. about Kanye, we've always gotten Kanye who's just been outlandish. When he did yeah, that, yeah, when no he problem, said, no when he went out and... <clears throat> was just belligerent was like George Bush doesn't like white but people see, that, but don't black care about black people. people but here's the that, black people, but that's the <laughs> that's, problem that's, for people that's right? where people so look to him some people that. are looking at it like yo this was the guy that was anti folks that don't care and what the policies and stuff that's been yeah. spewed by Trump he right. is shown to not care about but I minorities never, the thing here about in this country the thing, though, yeah. so that's the thing hold on hold on I'm let you ask a question because you guys are going into a different realm I never said I agreed oh no I'm not saying that you did okay cool I want to make that clear because y'all are just a fan I'm a fan of Kanye that's why I get it I don't want to say that because I really am anti you know that I know that and I know that I don't want to be depicted as like I you're separating the music from the the beliefs let me let me just reiterate that to even be further clear she's not Candace Owens ladies I know from Naomi and she just said I know where she stands on a lot of political things I know how you feel about Kaepernick and the players in the NFL yes. I know how you feel about racial injustice right. I know how you feel about the policies of Trump and how it affects black and brown people in the in the United States right you're able to separate the art from of the I artist am. 
from what is politically what he's saying. And I think you have every right to do that. Uh-huh. Just as much as somebody has a right to say, hey, I don't really want to mess with Kanye anymore no, because absolutely. I don't rock what he's wanting to say. They have a right to do that, too. I don't think it makes you wrong. Right. I understand. I can understand where that's coming from. I don't think they necessarily have to be all in one and the same. Right. I just personally... It's easier for me to just separate myself from listening to him because I just don't think he's made really good and music. The music yeah. since my that's, 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 that's the problem. And that's, and that's, yeah. and that's yeah. also me separating the, right. the art yeah. from, from the situation. Yeah, I don't like what he's saying. Doing that. But yes. don't get but me wrong. I have my own reasons why yeah. I would sit there and still like, when Ye came out, I was on it. That's yeah. me. I'm a Kanye Did you like Ye? Yeah. Yeah. I liked Ye. I liked Ye. There was obviously some songs that I didn't like, but I liked Ye because he was expressing... The per- express himself in the situation he currently is in, dealing with his bipolar, dealing with his his um, addiction, dealing with the fact that he you know had light perception, all those things he was in. That was what he was putting out. So I was hearing him out. I'm a fan. Right. Like it's like it's like even me being a Giants fan. The Giants had a three and thirteen season last year. I'm just gonna hop out. That's it. I'm no, done with them. I mean, you had, could. Brian did they, that with the Giants. I mean, yeah, 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 you're out of control. You could. Yeah. But to me, loyalty is How? everything. <laughs> to me, loyalty is nah, everything. Loyalty so I'm See, not. I think loyalty is overrated. That's and that's nah, you. Nah, no, nah. that's I not think, the type of person I ever will be. No, like, but I think loyalty is overrated from the sense like, all right, if you're loyal to somebody and they beat you up, are you still going to be loyal to them? It depends who are. There's if people. If they're a friend, that's different. It depends like, who it is. Like physically beat you up. Well, I think you know what I, mean? I, I, like, th- I think the word I th- hurt there is a good point because teams can hurt you. Yeah. We we stay loyal we to Knicks fans. No, hold on. We stay loyal to our teams. No, I'm Knicks fans. My, I'm a Knicks fan. I've they have not had a good relationship with me. Has their ownership done right by me? No. Nope. No. Why should I stay loyal to them? Exactly. Right. But, but that, we do. But that's, I'm not that's saying, why I got out of being a Jeff fan. I was I, like, this I, team sucks and they've sucked for a long time. And I'm like, I want to preserve my sanity. Get, that's understandable. The, the older I get, the it's more, more of I a conscious that. decision. But I think for, if you let for, sports if you let sports I just don't take sports that serious to worry about it. So it's like I that's why. That's why. I'm, I'm somewhere between why. the both yeah. of you. If yeah, that makes yeah, sense. Not, yeah. I mean, I like I said, that. loyalty to me is everything, and I, you know, I'm not even a big music fan. Like I kind of am, just like whatever. But oh, when you, okay. when I, when you ask me about my favorite artist, Kanye will be up there, and like that's I have fine. that connection. That's fine. And I feel like when he made his outlandish comments, I was kind of used to it in a sense. I'm a yeah. different type of person. I'm a little bit more understanding with things. I don't get too riled up about people's personal views because I realize everybody's entitled to it. But you know, when he said the thing about. Oh, it sounds like slavery was a choice. But I was like, it's just Kanye saying some other bull crap. Like when yeah. he went upstage with Taylor, um, Taylor Swift. Like when he said house sway, all that stuff. The yeah. whole. So you're saying George you shouldn't be surprised at the nonsense I don't, that comes exactly. out of his mouth. Exactly. You shouldn't point. be surprised. And he was doing, um, you know, he had a couple interviews with some local sh- Chicago radio stations, mm-hmm. and he went, mm-hmm. he apologized for it and mm-hmm. stuff like that. I mean, everybody says, well, if you said it, you meant it, whatever. But what I'm saying is, like, you know Kanye after his mother passed away. I'm not using that as an excuse, but I'm saying, you know, he he had, he started doing some stuff like that. So I wasn't surprised. And, um... I, I people tell me I'm wilding by saying this like other Kanye fans I'm like it's funny that he was causing all that commotion right before his album dropped you know what I mean so I well, felt I like well I don't think that was co- right. co- well that's but why I'm he saying, got back on Twitter to begin with but yeah so he was causing a lot of commotion causing a lot of checks uh Attention! Mm-hmm. I bet you a lot of Trump supporters downloading Yay. You know that's it. his his fan base went up or whatever. I'm not saying it's right, but I'm saying that's yeah. probably what happened from it. And I don't think he was stupid in doing that. But nope. Kanye is don't the type of person so who's not afraid to say what's on his mind. Yeah. And I think that's another reason why he connects with Trump. Not that it's a good thing. Not that it's a good thing. I'm not saying yeah, it's a good thing. Both those people have right. no filter. Right. Exactly. So I think that's what Kanye was trying to say when oh love is love blah blah. blah. But to us, we're like we ain't doing that. No. That's not, you, that's not what you should do. What I hear from you is it sounds like you understand where he's coming from how what he's saying is problematic in terms of, and I think this is what Greg was alluding to and how it can affect 
other people because while you might be a thinking person that's able to separate Absolutely. the art and the artist from his political is. thing, not everybody is. And some people are stands of people, not fans, stands. Yeah. We're talking about that ride on everything. Yeah, that no, the I'm not says. gonna do that. I'm, I'm not saying you, but I'm just. But, but no, I'm saying that there are terms, people like that. Yeah, in terms of what Greg is saying. This is where it could be, to use Greg's word, yeah. dangerous. Right, and I see how rhetoric it has, can be dangerous. Yeah, and I see yeah. how it has affected people. Like he brought a girl to tears. One of the girls for interview was like, "Yo, when you said that, yeah. like, and she was crying as she said it to him." And then eventually in the interview, he started crying too. Because we all look up. Because we look. Cause that's what no, I'm saying. I, like, there I, are, I don't. Not but. everybody. <laughs> yeah. when he came out, my, my parents. He, yeah. One thing though is my parents raised me right to not really idolize people. Like even when I'm, I'm in, even when yeah. I'm in locker rooms with professional players and stuff like that. I remember like going to the Barclays, going to the Knicks games. Like I was sitting there like, oh my god, Carmelo Anthony, you're the Messiah. Like you know, I don't look at people like that. You, you know better what not mean? look at him like no, that. No, not. <laughs> Jesus, yeah, you going to the church of Jesus? Nah, but you know, I realized not to put all my eggs in the basket with somebody and be like, yo, this is if Kanye says this, this is that. You know what I mean? Like, I'm going to go hard and I'm like, yo. It comes out. off like that sometimes. It does come though. off like that, but that's why, you know, I'm happy that I'm able to express myself I, and yeah. explain I myself. I can see, yeah, and I think you had, they're glad you had the platform to explain yeah. that. I can understand between fanism and stanism. Yeah. I think there's a different. I think there's there a is. There's, I, there's actual psychotic people there. And some people are like, Naomi, when you post that, like, I, my DMs are blowing up after that. And I was like, okay, yeah. cool. I'm here to talk to you, though. That's like, how it, that's, I'm here to talk. That's, that's yeah. how it comes off, especially like, now. Right. And I'm like, if you guys, I'm here to talk if, you, if you're willing to listen. If you're yeah. not willing to listen, get out of my whole DM. Well, maybe also part of the problem is that, you know, some of the stuff you say or might react to, I'm talking about anybody, not you yeah. specifically, Naomi. Yeah. You're doing this in a limited character setting and everything is context. In, in, yeah, everybody, in, in people are going to be able context. to perceive however they want. Exactly. So, right, so people take things and we're yeah. in a shock and awe reaction right. kind of situation. Yeah. yeah. Um, we're talking a little hip-hop. Another thing before we wrap up. This music thing, is trash, though. Not, another thing. That, not all of it, Brian. Stop I, it. I have not. Not all of it. I haven't really. But in the last eight no, years. I, listen, I'm only listening. Like, <laughs> that's as, that's as of not, right now. I'm sorry. Life of I'm Pablo only, had some really good songs. There, there we're not going to do that. I'm only listening to College Dropout. I am. I'm definitely going to do that. Then do that. Then you're good. He gave us great gave us great stuff there I'm are sorry, some songs yes. like Pablo that I like but there were like three even the, even the the songs that he produced produced like the yeah, like three, I'm with you Pusha T was probably the best beats he gave after that yo, he gave beats, yo people those don't good. talk people those don't talk great. about that those the are production good. he did on Pusha T he also, album, he also oh, it was crazy he also destroyed crazy. Nas's album that's a problem. Tiana had problems. <laughs> Tiana? Yeah. yeah, yeah. But I let's mean, talk about like, Tiana, man. though. Whatever. I'm not. He, gets, nah, he, on, gets too, he gets too many passes musically. He gets way too I many mean, passes. I mean, what passes? But, but, because people think he's a genius. He is a For genius. doing low quality work. No, no, no. Low no, quality work. That's why. Right. Hold on. His, his Hold album, on. His album Hold cover. On. His right. album cover on the last project where Kim Kardashian was talking about, oh, he took a picture with his phone on the way to wherever and wrote on it and made that. And then people looked at that and people looked at that and said that that's genius and artistic. Well, that's people. That's an example. I'm giving you an example. I'm giving you an example. here's the thing. Here's the thing. But Dexter, you understand what I'm saying. But here's the thing that happens in hip-hop. When you have a classic album or you have albums that are considered close to that greatness the way he has with college dropout late registration graduation, graduation. and for some people which my I don't agree my be, no, I think the album's a little overrated yeah. although I like the album you went through this with Gerard but when you have albums like that you, you're go, you're going to you get the passes it's like yeah, he did what he had to let's, do let's and even, more three albums there, there are other there it, are like, other people in hip-hop who have put out one great album never come close to that you know it's a great example of that Snoop Dogg <laughs> Not saying he gets called a genius, but Snoop Dogg. <laughs> tell me the tell me the good album Snoop Dogg's put out since uh, Doggy Style. Doggy Word. Style's classic, great album, fantastic album. Ever since then, 
Snoop Dogg said nothing. Just and like Snoop Dogg's probably one of the most. Features have been carrying yeah. him on a lot. He's had yeah, a couple Pharrell, good songs with Pharrell. The rebranding. But in terms of an album, I'm talking yeah. about Body of Work, he hasn't had that. And he's coasted off of that one classic. Right. I think he's coasted off of the Orbeam from West right. Coast and Dr. So Dre and what, all kind of stuff. What's the difference We're of what I'm saying? Kanye did no, a lot. No, the difference like, of what I'm saying is Kanye has more than just like. Nah, he's got a catalog. I'm saying this is the reason. No, no, that's not what I'm not saying. I'm saying. Because why is he getting passed? What I'm saying is this is why he's getting the pass. No, but I'm saying he's getting the pass. That's all I'm saying. And I'm saying why he's getting the pass. That's yeah, all I'm saying. But that doesn't mean it's justified that he should get a pass. I'm saying it's what happened. I don't know that's what your opinion. Yeah, yeah. I agree with you. Maybe it shouldn't. Maybe it shouldn't happen. I'm just saying this. That's what I'm saying. I'm saying this exists because that's that's again that's low quality. What he gave to Nas was low quality. I don't disagree. Very low quality. A lot of the stuff that he put out recently has been low quality compared to his earlier stuff. But I'm just saying, if you can give and remember, you gotta remember this about me. You also gotta you gotta remember you gotta remember you gotta. Well, he was the executive producer. I know, but I'm saying so you gotta also remember this about me. You gotta Kanye? also you gotta also yeah, remember this about me. Though. He's not a Kanye fan though. You gotta really yeah, but you gotta remember this about me. I listen to, to a long. I'm looking at this more objectively then, and I listen to a longer library of music yeah. compared to most people. Like I listen to a lot of people that people haven't heard of. How do so you when know I'm stack up when I'm stacking up the people compared to the people in this room, yeah. So when I'm stacking up Kanye <laughs> up to somebody like Sky Zoo who just put out a really great project. Yeah, but like, come yeah, on. But they're in two different realms, though. Why? Sky Zoo's not... A, Why are they in two different realms? Sky Zoo's, not Sky a Zoo's album. Sky, yeah, does, Sky Zoo's a what rapper, I'm saying rapper, is his like, album is a lot better. I'm just comparing the yeah, quality just, of music. Yeah, but Kanye's doing fashion. Uh, but what, what I'm telling you... No, no, no. But what I'm telling you... What I'm telling you... What I'm telling you is that I listen to a lot more artists than the typical you know, person who listens to maybe 10 or so artists that is quick to say Kanye is great. So therefore, I listen to other artists. No, he's not. All right, all right. Okay, therefore, and that's your opinion. You're, you're saying I'm going about this objective. But you're not so letting you're, me finish. No, because you're going to do wait, 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 wait. So I'm not objective <laughs> because I say he's not great. No, right. because have, because we have, have differing opinions. You have some preconceived notions and stuff in no, there. Like, that no, no, he has great you things. Do. He has great things done in his career, but his overall body of work is not great. Uh, he doesn't have I, the consistency. He's got seventy really good albums. Seventy thirty, Brian. Here's the like, thing. Are you kidding 70, me? 30 is great? 70, 30 is great. I mean, for, I mean, no, it's not. It's very good. No, it's not. 70, 30 is a C minus in school. Nah, but yeah, like, but you can't equate it, that to great. You can't equate that to great. If 70% of your albums that you put out are very are good to me, great, Brian? I'd say you're a pretty damn good artist. How many albums has he missed on? That's not great. Maybe two? You said 70% very good to great. That's not great. So what makes somebody a great artist then? Yeah, let's hear it. Actually, consistently great albums. Now, great is subjective. Who's, uh, who's done that in hip hop? Jay Z, Nas, but Kanye's been doing I, this since like '03. Nas, Nas has some duds. Nas yeah, made Nostradamus. Yeah, but <laughs> I love Nas. But that's, that's but true. he had Illmatic. He had Stillmatic. A lot of people will say it was written is better oh, than right. Illmatic. I it disagree, was, but I think it was, it was written. It was very written very. Is good. the My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy of Nas's catalog? Yeah. Okay, you Spit have God's Son, great album. Good Life album. is good. We nah, went through this. That is a great album. Very good album. Look, great is subjective. I would not say it's great. great is subjective. Yes, see, that's why nobody can truly be objective on this. Right, exactly. That's subjective. I think that's the only point. But I'm saying that. But you're you're making it sound like no. But you're making it sound like because I don't think Kanye is great. That he's not great. What? You're making it sound like... I think I messed up the first time. <laughs> I said, I'm like, bro, what? You're making it sound like just because I don't think Kanye is great, like, that's the worst thing in the world. Like, I don't. No, I'm, I don't. I, I'm, I, not, I'm not saying 
not thinking about I don't that. think like, Naomi cares. I don't. Yeah. Your, your opinion on Kanye. Evidently, she Anybody's does because opinion? listen to her. Well, we're having a heated <laughs> conversation. You felt so strongly about the stuff I said, and I'm feeling strongly about the specific things. I don't feel that strongly about what you said. I just think you're wild out sometimes. I don't know. I really, I would love to put my, I would love to put what I put out because I don't think I'm wilding. I understand. Especially with the Charlemagne interview clips. Like I still got them in my Even Charlemagne said that he, even Charlemagne says that when uh, Kanye supports Trump, when he says that he supports Trump, he asks him why, and Kanye like doesn't give style. him an answer. Yeah, same thing when he went on, went on the. <laughs> like the he's late stupid. No, well, he, come no, on, Naomi. Right, how did right. you? Feel, how do you feel about things like that where he did not answer Jimmy these Kimmel direct too. questions when you said exactly. he's Jimmy Kimmel? Yeah, Sean, exactly. He didn't because you're a fan. It, I think I got the sense of how you feel about it is that I separate the art from music because we talked about we've exhausted that already, but. When he doesn't answer that, does I that think he's backpedaling. You? I think he's yeah. backpedaling, and my thing is like, if you're gonna be a man, you were being your man if you were. But even when, like I said, I feel like when Kanye said it, people are gonna go, "He didn't mean it." I feel like he didn't mean it. That's why he can't back it up right now. He doesn't feel that strongly about it. He doesn't. Yeah. He doesn't feel comfortable enough to be like, "Yeah, I, I he, meant it." He drove himself so, into so, a place. That's I what I'm think, saying. You think you huh? meant it? But I, think I feel he like meant he it. he huh? went. That's why. That's he why he know went and doing. apologized for it. He's just he's he's just blurting th- things out. I, I think yeah. he's been searching searching for acceptance. His opinion is not strong enough because he can't yep. back it up from other groups. But yep. he does. But when his community turns on him, he won't stand by it. So to some degree, I agree with that. But I think he's long been searching for this acceptance. No, honestly, yeah, yeah no, absolutely. Even even from the even from when he had that um that long that uh, legendary like interview on one of five point one where he was talking about how he was trying to get. More acceptance from the fashion community. Yeah, yes. like, yes. yeah, I remember that. Line out there and things like that, yeah. and how these white designers weren't like looking at him seriously as a designer. Right. I think that's he really mentioned stuff like that. Of it. He mentioned that. He mentioned really stuff like that me. on the Charlemagne interview as well. So yeah. he's still battling those demons. But I do agree yeah. with you. Like he did kind of reach a, a group of people where he's being kind of you know he's. Yeah. I don't have to say I, it. We I, all understand. He's trying way. to reach I, white people. I, yeah, <laughs> but how is he not reaching white people? He's been no, no, no. I say he's trying to reach white people, but I don't understand how he thinks he hasn't. I don't know. I don't know. Look at his rollout for his last album. He reached plenty of white people. No, he's been reaching rap. White people. You're saying that they've been there, but what I think that we're saying, I mean, Naomi was saying, is that he still thinks he has another level to go in certain realms, like the fashion world, et cetera, et cetera. But he's already doing it. We're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna wrap it up. But before we go, some of the news. We real quick, we're gonna have to touch on this. Um, The Nas versus Khalees situation. Oh, that I was. That's come out. Nas had a, a series about seven posts on Instagram detailing that he's had enough with the situation back and forth with him and Khalees who accused him of domestic violence mm. and, and other things. And Nas is saying that it isn't true after Eben, excuse me, Essence reached out to him for comment on the story and he said he wasn't true. Nas had this very long, passionate response. Just want to quickly hear everybody's take on, on Nas's response. Did you see it now? Did I get a synopsis? Because when I was looking... Like, yeah, I need... I don't, when, when it's all... We, we, don't, have, like, we don't have enough time. I can't time read all of that. To, I we need don't a review. I need I a review. I can't read all of that. We don't, we don't have... You, 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 you saw it, you were like... You were like I was like, this, like, this is, no. is going to take some time for me to really digest and I, I skipped yeah. by it. I've been too busy. I need a review. Yeah, it was... It well, was uh, It was passion. We'll probably have to touch this on another podcast. Probably, but briefly, let me say this. So, like, we were talking about Kanye just now and you said that you can separate the art from the artist which is becoming increasingly difficult to do. Uh, because I remember when this, the first, these allegations first came out, and we did this on like episode 28, we were talking about the Nas album. Yeah. Dex, you were saying that you wasn't sure you were going to buy this album with Kanye or listen to it at all or whatever. Uh, and then I ended up reluctantly streaming it, but I had the same fight that you did. So now that this comes out, where do we kind of stand with Nas? For me, for me, where for me where it stands is that what I see from all this that came out is that look, 
Nas and Khalees, it appears that they've had a very volatile relationship, something that you and I had spoken about before. Because when that first came up, like the first allegations came up, and I know everyone's inclined to like believe something right away, and I'm like, yo, can we just wait and let these facts come out? And what I had told you in private was that I'm pretty sure something actually happened on both sides because Khalees has had a little bit of a past. That I, mean, I can't so really ignore. Has, and so, so has, has Nas. Nas. Yeah. So has Nas. So I looked at it in both. So I look, but I was saying that because Khalees is the one that came out with the allegations. Wait, sorry to cut you off, but so this post did it confirm those allegations? No, no, we, we no. Here's the thing from this post. We we still don't know the truth. We okay. don't know anything we on the side. And here's all the thing: we, we're, we're, not gonna, is, we're not gonna. We're not. I don't ever know if we're know. ever gonna know. Right, we're right. not. So you kind of yeah. have to believe what you want to believe. My, my my conclusion to wrap put a bow on this as we wrap up is just look in all this thing. I feel bad, especially being a parent. I feel bad for the, the kid involved and the children involved in this because now this is so public and they have to see this going on between the parents. Other things I'll take out from it is, one, we talked about with Khalees, domestic violence, never cool, mm-hmm. not here for it. Nobody should be putting their Agreed. hands on yeah. anybody in a relationship, man or woman. Yeah. Secondly, Nas talked about receiving some verbal abuse, sometimes something you sometimes don't see. Which men. he rapped about on Life is Good, some, by the way. Yeah, sometimes something you don't hear men talking about and needs to also be taken seriously. I hope that out of this, the stuff that's come, whether it's from Nas or Khalees, there can be actually serious conversations about that. The only thing I had issue with Nas and what he wrote in there was, one, he said something that he actually had a line on in Life is Good. He said, I wasn't the most faithful husband. Yeah, yeah. And I was he like, quoted himself. And I was, and I was like, yeah, that's like being like, I'm not, I wasn't the most studious student, which kind of implies that you might have yeah. studied sometimes and not studied other. Well, it's like, well, I definitely wasn't. When it comes to faithful, if you're in a monogamous relationship, it's like, There's yo. There's no in between. Yeah, man. It's like, yeah. you yeah. either yeah, cheated or you didn't. Or you didn't. You like, half cheated. Which one is it? And then, and, and then he says, oh, you like, said, who, who cheated? Oh, all you want to, we're going to do all another podcast now. Damn. That's going to be a whole She's going to say that and then go to Minnesota. Like, Ain't nobody coming to see you in Minnesota. All right. <laughs> no, the well, other, actually, they are. The, they just don't want a relationship. The, maybe the other, the other thing. That's fine by me. I don't want one either. So okay. we're good. And that's right, a choice. Right. The, good. the other thing I will say is that um, Khalees. He then said that Khalees was jealous, and I was like, "Well, maybe she's jealous because of the cheating. Like that's he, not that but crazy." He's, uh, but he's, he also said that uh, when, when he was going to spend time <laughs> with. He also said when he was going to spend time with his kid earlier this year that Khalees went up to his house uh, to go get her son. And like they had a fight in front of his door. Not co- Look, her stepdad cool. or her dad had to restrain her and all this stuff. Like that whole situation it just sounds, just like sounds a right. right. But we don't, we don't know. We don't, I don't think. I, but here's ratchet. my thing. I don't want people to jump on one side or the other just because like they just have they to. They both do that. seem no, very much don't. in the wrong. I think all we can say from what has I guess. I mean, I guess. I don't even know that. But all we can say from all we can say from what was presented us, it appears that there's been a very volatile relationship and the issues of domestic violence and also verbal abuse should be taken seriously on both sides all i'm gonna say is that the nas and kanye album was not the nas album done album and i feel like on his next album he's gonna actually get into some of this stuff i don't even think i'm gonna listen i'm, I'm good so greg is done all right we're gonna we're, we're, we're gonna wrap it up naomi thank you for joining us thank finally we got to talk about your career good, yeah. some serena some passionate you and brian gonna be fighting about kanye yeah. forever nah, not really talk. yo brian not really. Really. yo brian <laughs> yeah. brian he's great he's great he's great nah i disagree i disagree i don't not to say i don't look i think he's good i don't right. think he's great and i don't that's think that's good i'm happy you said that i'm happy you, you no because i just think some, i don't certain I, things, I don't think currently he's hey, very hey, good either. hey so, overall hey man. shut up he was gonna come after me too no no i'm talking to all of y'all you looked at me all of y'all i'm talking to all of y'all we we got it. But nah, you don't think fine. Kanye is great. You love Kanye. We're kind of like I love like, Kanye like Kanye uh, loves Kanye. 
Ooh, I don't know. If, uh, that's a little strong. That's a little strong. He yeah. definitely all right. Oh, Kanye loves the black people right now. That's all, all right. Story. You know all what? right, that's a wrap for episode uh, 43 of the A Hotel Podcast. We want to wish uh, Naomi best of Thank luck you. in her career out in Minnesota. You. When I'm out there covering some cold conditions for AccuWeather, we'll link up. we're going to link up for sure. Thanks. We're going to try to find the worst Caribbean food that we can find all right. in Minnesota. <laughs> we're going to do that. Probably won't have to work too hard to right. find that at, at, at all whatsoever. Thank you for joining us. All right, for episode 43, the Troy Palomalu episode. What? What? <laughs> we went with Sproul. Yeah. I tried to hijack that one. without. Yo, Matt, don't play. I'm going to give you the art. what to put on the artwork. <laughs> uh, sorry, guys. The Darren Sproul's episode, Damn, because the short people to my left had to have I'm it so that way. Me and Naomi got to agree on something. Yeah, you, yeah, you guys agree. No, nah, we were guys. good the whole episode. Yeah, until it came to Kanye. Yeah, except for that. All right. That, that, and, and Serena. All right, that's a, a wrap for this episode. Be sure to uh, give us a rating on iTunes, any of the platforms you listen to the podcast on. Give us a really good rating if you can. Don't be whack with anything less than five stars. And also support us on Patreon, where for just a little as $3 a month, you can get extra content from this podcast and all the other great stuff from Backpack Broadcasting. Again, for episode 43 of the A Hard to Tell podcast, for Naomi Gray and Brian Fonseca, I'm Dexter Henry. Peace.